This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yes, sir, indeed. Taz and the Moose with you on CBS Sports Radio. Coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. And let's hit the guest line right now. Talk a little NBA. Free agency in full bloom last night. Exploded on the sports scene. Mitch Lawrence joins us. Serious XM NBA radio host, Sporting News NBA reporter, does a fantastic job, joined us before. Good morning, Mitch. How are you, bud? I'm in shell shock, like everybody else. <laughs> yeah, I mean. How, how, how insane of a day it was yesterday. I mean, really. Well, uh, talk about it. I've been doing free agency in the NBA since a long time. been covering the league since about 1987, right. and I've never seen anything at all like what happened yesterday. And... I was saying this, you know, we were all looking at the Kevin Durant situation before yesterday, and I was thinking, and I might have said this on Sirius, I've been on a lot, I don't know what I can't can't remember. Losing <laughs> track, I said, but, right? Yeah, losing you know, track. I, but I'm I'm thinking if they get Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, it's got to be the greatest free agent haul in history. And people like that I talked to were like, well, wait a minute, what about Miami with LeBron and Bosh and right. Wade? And I said, well, you know, that's an organization that had won a title. That's an organization that had a Dwayne Wade, a finals MVP. That's an organization that was run by Pat Riley. I still put this one above it because what have the Nets done in their NBA history? They've gone to two finals, but they've never had a haul like this. And to me, uh, when you look at that, you take that into consideration, just the franchise, the struggles that they've had, what they did in New Jersey. Yeah, they went to a couple finals with Jason Kidd, but have they ever landed a no, – never won a title. Have they ever, ever landed a marquee free agent? No, and to get to yesterday – and I know Kevin Durant's injured. We're going to have to find out what he's all about in another – you know, after a year that he's off. I still think this has to be the greatest haul in free agent history. I remember years ago, guys, it was back around – well, it was back around Tracy McGrady, Grand Hill, and they were thinking, Orlando was thinking they'd also get Tim Duncan in a big three down there back around, was it 2000 or something? Yeah. I can't even remember. Uh, and, you know, they, they happened to get Hill and they happened to get McGrady, but they didn't get Duncan. That would have, that would have rivaled it, obviously. But I can't, I mean, the Brooklyn, what, what happened yesterday in terms of Brooklyn, I don't think we've ever seen before in the NBA. No, uh, it, it's amazing. Yo, Mitch, Taz and I were talking about in the first hour. When did it change, though? When when did it go from the Knicks being the apple of Irving and Durant's eyes to and I don't believe the report that the Knicks weren't willing to offer a max deal, but Durant and Irving when it always seemed to be for the last six to eight months it was always Madison yeah. Square Garden and the Knicks. When did it change for them to go from Madison Square Garden to the Barclays Center? I think that's a question we'll have to ask those guys right at the press conference. I don't know. I don't know. And I, you know, I, I know that James Dolan came out, what was it, in March and said, we're going to have a very successful offseason. Right. And, you know, after that, I don't know what happened. And you know what? We don't know a lot about what, I mean, that stuff's going to start coming out, obviously. But I agree with you. That whole storyline that they didn't offer the max, this is a team that I'm sure James Dolan, and I said this in the, in the run-up, he, would, he was at the front of the line to go get a Kevin Durant and whatever it would take because 
He looks at Kevin Durant as a gold mine. MSG ratings are down. Madison Square Garden, you bring in a Kevin Durant, he has to sit out a year. That thing's that that brand explodes again. The next name. Of so course. Yeah. come on. I mean, I'm not I'm not buying that in the least. He would have Kevin Durant uh, gladly. You know, when was the last time? And, and I'll, I'll give you an answer right now. The answer is never. A guy like Kevin Durant, who's one of the top players in the sport, who's going to go down as one of the top players in the history of the sport, those guys never want to come to New York and play. At one point, this guy actually did. Right, so, of right, course, right. that's the big thing. You know, when LeBron was a free agent, when Kobe was a free agent, those guys never. They might have given, like, a LeBron gave the Knicks a meeting. They weren't going to come. We all knew they weren't coming. At one point, Kevin Durant honestly wanted to come to play for the Knicks. He was thinking about that seriously. So, you have, between that and James Dolan, we know that he's about stars. He's about celebrities in the garden. Of course he's going to have, he's going to want Kevin Durant. When that all changed for Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, I do not know. But, you know, what we did know for now the longest time now is that Kyrie Irving wasn't big on the Knicks. He was bigger on the Knicks because he had grown up rooting for the Nets. And so, you know what, that's just something that the Knicks couldn't overcome that. The Kevin Durant thing is perplexing, though, because – for him to go to Brooklyn over the Knicks, wow, that's just a, a major move that kind of goes all against conventional wisdom. But at, at the same time, guys, here's what it tells you. The culture of the Brooklyn Nets versus the Knicks, it's not even a comparison. I mean, what Brooklyn has done under Sean Marks, under the ownership that has taken a beating in the past, uh, under Kenny Atkinson, what they've done there over the last couple of years to revive that team that was dead only like three, four years ago, that's an amazing sports story. Absolutely. Uh, you listen to Taz and the Moose. Our special guest is Mitch Lawrence, Sirius XM, NBA radio host, sporting news, and NBA reporter. So just to stick to that for a second, Mitch, uh, about the Knicks real quick, I want to ask you, Moose and I were talking earlier about, and I, I brought it up, like, and I want to get your opinion. Do you feel like the allure, you know, that there was always that big attraction, no matter if you're from New York or not or just an NBA fan, of Madison Square Garden, the world's most famous arena, right in the middle of Midtown Manhattan, right near Times Square. It's the Knicks, the storied friend. Do you think that whole garden allure thing is kind of gone? It was fiction to begin with. I mean, like I said, you know, the big, the big free agent who came to New York was Amari Stoudemire because the Knicks panicked after they didn't get LeBron James and they overpaid for a guy who – Everybody knew it was going to have future knee problems, but the Knicks gave him a guarantee, fully guaranteed five-year deal. I mean, you know, when you want to talk about this is the mecca, this is the place everybody wants to play, well, obviously, look at all the guys who don't want to play, especially the big movers and shakers, the guys who move the needle on the NBA landscape, whether it's LeBron, like I mentioned, Kobe Bryant. Name your basic all-NBA players over the last few years who have turned free agents. Knicks don't even – I mean, it got to a point now, guys, where the Knicks can't even get meetings with these players, right? They didn't get a yeah, meeting with Kevin crazy. Durant a couple no. of years ago. Right. I mean, and for them to get a meeting – hey, here's the other great thing about – I mean, it's not great for the Knicks fans. They couldn't even get meetings now with these guys. Yeah. No. I mean, that's really tell you – that tells you that, the, the, that, that it, it, it hasn't been the mecca. It hasn't been the mecca for the longest time. And in free agency, it's never been the mecca. When has it ever been the mecca? When they got Amari Stoudemire? And now yesterday – Here's what the Knicks do. They go out and they get three power forwards, yeah. which makes absolutely no, no sense. sense. And as I, as I, and Moose, I tweeted this earlier. I said, 
yeah, they get the three power forwards, and he's, as even James Dolan will tell you, none is as good as Charles Oakley. <laughs> that's fun. a good line, Mitch. Uh, Rimshaw, right? Uh, yeah, I got is. you. That's exactly, that's exactly right. All right, let's run around the league a little bit. Uh, you know, aside from Brooklyn, who are the big winners on on, yeah. on free agency night. Uh, let's start here. Let's go up to Boston. For the Celtic yeah. fan that Kyrie didn't like Boston, Boston, you know, grew tired of Kyrie. What about Kemba Walker now uh, in that sign-and-trade deal? Rozier is now a member of the Hornets down in Charlotte. Kemba Walker is now a Boston yeah. Celtic. How about Kemba fitting in with that young crew up there in Beantown? Could he be worse than Kyrie? No, no, he can't be worse than Kyrie. He can't be worse. But you know what? He's going to be a lot better. He will be. Because one, yeah, of, the, one of his hallmarks so far, and he's not Kyrie Irving in terms of being a basketball player, but one of his hallmarks in Charlotte was that he is great in the locker room and a tremendous teammate. And I'm telling you right now, Celtic fans are going to sign up for that. They, if they know anything about Kemba Walker, you know that. And they're familiar with the guy because he played at UConn, right? Led him to a national title. But in terms of his NBA career, he has a, been a tremendous asset in some trying times in Charlotte. Got a lot of losing down there. And has always kept a positive attitude. You never hear a bad thing about him. So that's an upgrade over Kyrie. Kyrie was an absolute disaster. And so um, I think for Boston fans, they're going to love this. Because, yeah, the Kyrie thing obviously blew up in their face. I was all for it when they made that trade. And I talked about it and I tweeted at the time. He, they, he was a you know, Kyrie, there's no question about his basketball talent and his ability to score and get to the basket. He's a tremendous offensive player. We know that. He has other problems, especially when he's cast as a leader and when he's cast as a number one option. So, you know, it, it's not, he's, uh, Kemba's not as good. Don't get me wrong, but I think Boston's going to really do very well with him. And he should be, look, he gets himself out of Charlotte, which is a nowhere place. I mean, that's no man's land in the NBA, right? Yeah. They're never terrible. No, you know, the thing that killed that team a few years ago, because I don't know if you remember, they were supposed to have the worst record in the NBA. They're supposed to have the number one overall pick. They ended up with Michael Kidd Gilchrist because they finished second, and Anthony Davis was the guy they were supposed to get. Yep. He, he, went, he, he went number one. So I think for Boston, it's a great move. And for Charlotte, hey, Terry Rozier's coming off an awful season in Boston because Kyrie was ahead of him, and it was not the same as it was a couple of years ago when he had that great playoff run. And so he's got a lot of proving to do for Michael Jordan, but that's still a dead franchise. Mitch, uh, let, me ask you, let me ask you, man, about uh, the Warriors. So uh, the backcourt, yeah. you know, think the backcourt of uh, D'Angelo Russell and Steph Curry yeah. now, uh, you think it'll work with, Golden, with uh, Golden State? Yeah, everybody's talking about it's a risk. I don't think it's a risk at all. Mm. I love D'Angelo Russell and his talent, and, he's, and last year he came on and he matured. And he's in a great, I mean, look, it's not the same as playing, you know, joining uh, Kevin Durant, but you're going to be playing, obviously, with Draymond Green. You're going to be playing with Steph Curry, no more Andre Iguodala. Uh, so I think it's a, it's a, it's a uh, bold move by the Warriors. But, look, they had to do something because you're already, you, you lost Kevin Durant, but you're not going to have Klay Thompson for the bulk of next season. So you put D'Angelo Russell with Steph Curry. I think that's a great move. They're still, to me, a playoff team. I'm not going to count them out of that. Now, obviously – they're not the super team we once saw over the last few years. So they take a step back. Anytime you lose a Kevin Durant, I mean, the guy's in his prime and they lost him. That is a very, very tough loss for Golden State. Who knows? They may not win another title ever again. We'll see. No, we'll see. You're right about that. But Russell certainly is a talent. Now, a smallish backcourt, uh, but uh, they're going to be good offensively. We'll see where they are defensively. How about Philadelphia, Mitch? Now, we, you look at it, Jimmy Butler, we'll get to his move to Miami here yeah. momentarily, but uh, given Tobias Harris the max at five for a buck 80, 
and then uh, bringing in Al Horford, mm. uh, who's yeah. a, a very good veteran yeah. presence, uh, and also Josh Richardson, that sign-and-trade yeah. deal. What about the 76ers here on this Monday morning? Well, I, you probably noticed, but Al Horford's been Joel Embiid's kryptonite right over the last few years. Yeah, yeah. So that's going to be great. Um, yep. And everybody loves Al Horford. I, th- I think the, the crazy thing about the run-up to free agency was Al Horford walked away from $30 million. And we've got all these great reporters out there headed by the great Woj, of course, and other guys who spend, you know, 24-7 telling you where people are going. Nobody knew where Al Horford was going. I thought it was really like one of the greatest kept secrets. And for Philadelphia to come away with him, locker room-wise, veteran-wise, I mean, the guy, is he's going to be tremendous with Embiid and Simmons. Uh, you mentioned Tobias Harris. That's an overpay. Uh, Tobias Harris is not a max player. Uh, good for him. Don't get me wrong. But he, I, to me, he's a third, fourth. Yeah, on a championship contender, he's probably your third best player, four, maybe your fourth best player. We'll see about that. Uh, but obviously they had to do that. And um, they lost J.J. Redick, which is a loss, no doubt about it. Here's my problem with Philadelphia, guys. Point guard-wise, still a problem. Shooting-wise, still a problem. Joel Embiid, still unreliable. Ben Simmons, do you think, are you sitting there now saying to yourself, yeah, you know what, after the summer's over and we see the Sixers come out for the preseason, I expect to see Ben Simmons be able to make a 10-foot jump shot. That would be nice. Yeah, you're right. Guess what? <laughs> Nobody's expecting that. No, I know. They still, for their two main players, they still have major problems with yeah. the two main players. But considering, and you know what, the loss of Jimmy Butler – I don't think he was a good fit. You know, what, you know, when all is said and done about last year, they still got knocked out in the second round, right? I mean, it took a game right, seven right. miracle shot by Kawhi. They really didn't improve that much with Jimmy Butler. So now Jimmy Butler goes to Miami, and it's like this could be for, you know, I'm glad to see Pat Riley's back. Somehow Pat Riley resurfaced after being out of the league. I think he's been out of the league since he lost the Bronx <laughs> in 2014. So he's finally back. And I that's mean, funny. that's great. But what is, what is, what's there around him? And I see that the Dragic trade fell apart. That is going to be revived from my understanding. Miami wants to make it work. Philadelphia wants to make it work. I don't know what the hell Mark Cuban's doing in Dallas. They always talk big plans about we're going to have meetings with this guy, that guy. You heard they were going to have a meeting with Kevin Durant, Kawhi. That's as to, for, for Maverick fans, it has to be kind of as frustrating as for Knicks fans, maybe not as quite. But I don't know. They should have Goran Dragic there because he's very good friends with Luka Doncic, their teammates and roommates on the Slovenian national team. So if I were Dallas, I'd try to get that deal done still. Hey, Mitch, uh, let me ask you. Let's, let's go down to New Orleans real quick here with the Pelicans. Yeah. Let's talk about the job. David Griffin, I mean, he's done here with the offseason additions. You know, obviously, yesterday with J.J. Reddick coming from the Sixers. And obviously the big rook, you know, the big kid out of Duke, you know, and Zion Williams from right. the draft. But they then Ingram Davis, and Josh Hart, man. they got Lonzo Ball. Talk about the job that this guy Griffin's done, man, and the relationship he's built with, with players. Well, look, it goes back to he came into a very tough situation. He came into a situation where he had to trade Anthony Davis. Got to remember that. And he, he yeah, did a hell of a job there. Yeah. And I don't want to say he fleeced the Lakers because he still lost Anthony Davis. And I don't think anybody who they got in that trade will be as good as Anthony Davis going forward. The guys they got aren't as good as Anthony Davis, and I'm tempted to say, and I'll probably, I would bet you, that whoever they draft in the future won't be as good as Anthony Davis. But they knew that they couldn't keep Anthony Davis, so they got a lot of assets for him, and Griffin's done a great job in these Well, that's it, but hold, let me interrupt you, Mitch, but that's the thing. Time. If the guy don't want to be there, right, in AD, then... He didn't want to be right, there. Right, who wants him? You know what I mean? At that point, what are you going to do, you know? 
Well, you have to. You have the gun to your, you know, the gun is put to your head by clutch sports LeBron James. So he did a great job. Well, all I'm telling you is when people are just, boy, he got this draft pick and that draft pick. Let's just remember, they lost Anthony Davis. I got you. I got you. Okay. And that's serious. And that is a tough guy to replace, as Griff would tell you. But considering that, I think they've done a great job. J.J. Reddick's going to help in that locker room. Right. He, of course, is another Duke guy, which is, you know, very important maybe for Zion. For Zion but yeah. then there's some, you know, the Derek Favors move is good. I don't think I, I look at what David Griffin has done, and I already have given him executives of the year for this coming season, <laughs> and we haven't even played a Vegas game yet, a summer league game. No, true. You're right about that. Mitch, um, you know, uh, to Kawhi here, first and foremost, I, I mean, are you surprised <laughs> at how, before we get to Leonard, you know, are you surprised? You know, listen, it was great that they launched on June 30th at 6 o'clock last night Eastern time, right? Uh, it, we but, Are you surprised about how heavy the movement was in the first eight hours of NBA free agency? Well, at uh, 5.48, I sent out a tweet saying, NBA free agency officially starts in, you know, 10 minutes. Uh, I'm, I'm dying to see where everybody's going to go because there's been no tampering so far. I mean, by that time, guys, we knew, we, we knew everything. This is a bad look for the NBA. I mean, all these deals were done weeks, days, weeks, maybe months in advance. So, um, look, the Kawhi Leonard thing was interesting. I guess he's on a load management day yesterday. Is that what happened? Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> but, 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 you know, he's still – I mean, this is the thing. It's like – it's like if the Clippers don't get him, they've sat here now, and okay, they brought back Patrick Beverly, but what else has happened for the Clippers? I mean, this is going to be pretty bad if they because everybody seems to be off the board. And I still can't believe that Kawhi Leonard, who has played in San Antonio, before things went bad I'm talking about, he plays in San Antonio, which is an organization where everything is done professionally and everything is, un- everything is done in terms of, there's no craziness. There's no chaos. There's no dysfunction. Then he goes to Toronto. And last year, there was no craziness, dysfunction, or nuttiness involving the organization. And now he's taking a meeting with the team, and that's all they're all about. I know they have LeBron, they have Anthony Davis. Just think about how the team is run. I mean, it's unbelievable that Lakers have almost blundered their way into Kawhi Leonard if they get him. Yeah, it do- would be, by the way, if they get Kawhi Leonard. I'm tempted to say that might be the greatest free agent hall, even better than Brooklyn, because now you've got the super team of all super teams because you'll have Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis, which to me trumps everything that happened in Brooklyn. It it does. I I hope he doesn't end up with the Lakers. I really don't. I mean, it would be great for him to stay in Toronto. I, I just don't know how it makes sense for Kawhi. I mean, first of all, you have to go in there knowing that LeBron, even though he's on the decline, he still dominates the locker room. He dominates everything. He sucks the air out of the room and you oh, are yeah, he's the type a he's the guy he's right he's the who's star the, yeah who's to say that lebron is going to all of a sudden you know defer and give way to another great player another finals mvp another champion you know anthony davis is is a guy who comes in with no playoff resume so that's not the guy you worry about you worry about Kawhi. and i just think that if Kawhi's going to go back to southern california and leave toronto and that would be bad obviously it'd be an awful be, it'd be like a horrendous day for for the Canadians up there, our right. friends in Toronto, obviously. But it's almost like I'm, I'm thinking he should go to the Clippers. It'd be a much better fit for him. Uh, look at the organization. The, 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 that is run beautifully, too, so far. No, they haven't made any big strides yet, but they, need a, they obviously need a star player. The Lakers are just a mess. And so the Lakers, if they actually get Kawhi Leonard, you'll shake your head and you'll go, 
nobody's going to use this blueprint in the future to build a championship team with all the chaos and nonsense that goes on. No, Mitch, I'm going to just say something like Moose said something here the other day. We, 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 you know, we were talking about Kawhi and potentially, this was last week, late last week, potentially mm-hmm. going to the Lakers and stuff. And I don't want to take words out of Moose's mouth, but I'll just say just so you know. And he made a good point. Like, Kawhi, like, so LeBron James right now in, the point, in this point in their careers, <laughs> LeBron James kind of needs – Kawhi more than Kawhi needs oh. LeBron. He st- Moose stole my line. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> there you go. No, no, that's uh, funny. Here's that's what I'll say. Great mind. Great mind. Oh, you know, you know um, you're absolutely right. He does. I mean, LeBron at this stage, he's coming off an injury. I mean, this is the worst season he's had in terms of the injuries. He's never been knocked out of an NBA season. He missed, what, 18 games or so because of that groin deal. And now, yeah, he definitely – he definitely needs – I mean, look, for, for him getting Anthony Davis, that's arguably the greatest teammate he's ever had with all due respect to a Dwayne Wade. You can make that argument, Anthony Davis, talent-wise. Right. And then, but he still needs a lot more. And by the way, when they get Kawhi, they'll fill out their team with guys like J.R. Smith, and there'll be people online to take the minimum to go play with those guys. But I just don't know how it all works for Kawhi. And the, 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 the thing here, too, is we have to remember, we're all, I'm saying this stuff about how Kawhi should look at – this guy's impossible to read. He's absolutely impossible. So you don't know. He might be actually thinking, yeah, this is where I've wanted to go along. Don't forget last year when it became apparent that he was telling the Spurs, you got to get me out of here. What did they, what did they do? They basically told everybody, we're not trading him to the Lakers. Forget the Lakers. Greg Popovich was never going to trade him to the Lakers. That's because there was the word that Kawhi wanted to go to the Lakers. So maybe he still wants to go there, and wouldn't that be a surprise? Oh, it'd be. I mean, listen, when do you think, final one for you, Mitch, I know it's a difficult situation to read. Do you think we're looking at three, four days here before Kawhi makes his decision? How, how long do you think before Leonard makes, uh, makes the call where he's going? <laughs> Boy. That's a great question. I'll tell you what, uh, I I have no idea of knowing. All I know is we know it's just down to three teams. We know he's going to have meetings with everybody. Um, And I hope it happens today. It would be the greatest, what, 48 hours, 24, 48, whatever it is. I've lost track of time here. But if he makes his decision by tonight at 6 o'clock, this will go down as the greatest free agency period in the history of the NBA. Oh, really will. Uh, hey, Mitch, great job. We really appreciate it, man. Uh, thanks for Any getting up, uh, us up early and uh, giving us a couple oh. minutes, and we'll chat again. Appreciate it, Mitch. Thanks, man. I've been up for hours. T- take it easy, guys. Thank thanks. you, man. Take care, bud. <laughs> Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 